I'm going to be honest. I was having a Thursday morning. And there is a certain type of music I turn to when I could use a little solace, right? Sometimes it's hardcore punk. Sometimes it's deep soul and R&B. And then every once in a while, it's this weird sort of 50s meets 60s exotica. Could be Martin Denny. Could be Walter Wanderley. Or in this particular case right here, could be Arthur Lyman. Do I want to hear this every day? Do I own any smoking jackets? The answer to both is no. But man, when I get stressed, I fucking love a good marimba, man. I love a good marimba, Sean. You know what I'm talking about? Where in the body is the marimba? It's not actually in the body. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not. It's an instrument outside oh, okay. of the body. All right. It's an instrument outside of the body. There's some a long time with my marimba. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. This is a family show, so please okay. don't do that. All my right. name is Brian Oak. It is the Brian Oak no, Show. No, it's not. Ep- it's not? <laughs> no. Oh. That's why we curse and... Oh, no, it's not a family show. I thought you meant it wasn't the Brian Oak show. It's the Brian Oak show because Brian Oak is is a sinner filled with swears, and I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm usually pretty decent to people, but I will swear on this show, as is every guest. It's your show, man. Well, as every guest is welcome to do, provided we stop just this side of hate speech. Uh, Like, no, no. No, we frown upon hate speech. Now you got a little, he's got a little sway going. I'm not saying it's pretty. I'm starting to feel, well, no one ever said it was pretty. I'm starting to feel a little better, though. Speaking of pretty, we got an amazing guest coming so up shortly. Pretty. But before we get to the prettiest man in the Twin Cities, we do have to take care of a little business. One is we're in the Smart Start MN Studios for episode 344, 5-ish, something. I'm saying maybe 4, And let's call it the mid-340s, all right, uh, of the Brian Oak Show. And here we are in the Smart Start MN Studios. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. Many carpetbaggers came along after and brought it on to other states to simply make money off those who made a terrible mistake. If that's you, though, go with the hometown team. Smart Start MN. You drink, you drive, you made a terrible decision, and you're going to lose your license, and you're going to need to get back into your car. Smart Start MN is going to get you there quicker and for less money than you thought might otherwise be possible. And I should say that just because maybe you've never been caught doesn't mean you won't be caught. Amen, brother. I read it in a magazine once. This guy had to go spend a night in jail, the only night he ever spent in jail. And he realized if he had to go to jail, he wouldn't make it. So learn. Was that Ryan Bloke, your cousin? It was, a, yeah, <laughs> something, something like that. Ian, I think was his name. Ian. Ian Broke. And nice. um, yeah, so just be, be cool, man. Be cool. Drink all you want. Sure. But now in this day and age of Uber and whatever, back then that didn't exist. And Smart Start MN would have been very good to know about. But it exists today and it can help you. Don't drink and drive. But if you do, t- contact our friends at Smart yeah, Start Yeah, it's MN. already affordable, but they can save you some extra money. Go to Smart Start MN com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you twenty percent off the installation of the ignition interlock. We have certain commercial obligations on this show, but I'm literally sitting two feet away from the most handsome man in comedy, the prettiest man on the planet. Some have said, <laughs> I you know I I don't really know what constitutes that, but. Son of a B. So I don't want to make you wait too much longer. Let me get through this real quick, and we are going to be talking to Fancy Ray McClowney. The, the Fancy Ray is right here in the Smart Start MN Studios. Our latest supporter, our latest sponsor is Scott McKay, the mortgage guy at Edge Home Finance. You know way more about him and what he does than I could ever know. Your thoughts. 
Well, you know, I think the perception right now is, oh, interest rates are high, so people must not be moving. That's not necessarily the case. If you're a first-time home buyer, it might be a little rough to look at a 7% interest rate. Right. Um, but you might think, I'd rather pay this interest rate than pay somebody else's mortgage like my landlord. So there's that. But I also have a lot of clients where they've been in their homes for many, many, many years, and they have lots of equity, and they're probably going to be cash buyers or mostly cash buyers on the other side. So yep. people are still buying and selling. We're still a ways away, knock on wood, from the snow flying, although I know you look forward to those. I changes. can't wait. October never comes soon enough. And today, I was sitting out in front prior, well, actually, as you two arrived having a cigarette, and I'm like, you know, it's lovely out today. But if we could drop the temperature by about 9 degrees, 12 degrees, heaven, and then we could stay there forever, but that's not how it works. No, and Scott McKay's, uh, I should mention, his NMLS number is 332-068, but he'll work with anybody. I mean, I've got him uh, working with a client right now. I can't mention names because that would breach confidentiality, but, Uh but, you know, somebody that's trying to work their way into buying their first home, and it's a really cool story, and, and, uh, you know, the guy's a, a construction worker, and... And it's just worked his tail off his whole life. He's never been able to afford a home. Scott's working on a plan to get him into his first home. And I love that mentality of there's no clients too big or small, and I'm the same way. So um, get in touch with Scott, 612-875-4338. Scott McKay, the mortgage guy. I got to say this, though. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does better TV ads than the man sitting to my right and your left. All right. Turn Nothing him up. Better, turn him up and turn he your mic up. around. He is up. He is up. Nothing good. better than Fancy Ray. right in your mouth. Now, Fancy, what do you like to be called? Like, do you need to be called? But Can I just call you Fancy Ray? I, I like Fancy. I like Yummy. I like Sweet Daddy. Just don't call me <laughs> Scott McKay. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> the mortgage guy. You just said, <laughs> now, nice. you, now you're going to steal our sponsorship. <laughs> there it goes. I'll tell Thanks you what. Thanks a lot, Scott. Nice, nice working with you. Yeah, it was great, but I mean, you got <laughs> you got Fancy Ray on your side, who, by the way, for the rest of the show, will be known only as Sweet Daddy. Oh, come on. Oh, Sweet Daddy. Yeah. Sweet Daddy, we are going to come back and talk to you momentarily. But I did want to share one weird little Chocolate ethereal moment. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I try. Um, because I have nothing. Get a hold of the reins, Brian. <laughs> I, 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 no, no. I, when we come back from this song, oh, I don't intend to say another word. It's, it's show going the rest to be of the fancy ratio. <laughs> Look at the necklace and the bracelet. <laughs> uh-huh. They coordinate. That star's on there. You see that, right? Don't nice. believe me, Jay Watch. All right? That's all I'm saying right now about Fancy Ray. We'll be right back with you. But I always like to start with a song that I've chosen. It's my show. I get to pick one song. And you get to pick the rest of the music throughout the rest of the show. I was sitting outside, and I was having sort of a summary moment. It's been a difficult sort of period of upheaval in my own personal life. I don't want to go into it. But every once in a while, music saves me. Music grabs hold of me. Music does a thing where you're like, and you take a deep breath, and you start to feel better about things. Even if it doesn't fix anything, you start to feel better. Music fucking matters, and so does comedy, so does sculpture, so does dance. Everything that people could possibly be into. That weird slam poet on the street corner, they may seem ridiculous. Stop and watch him for five minutes. You never know what's going to happen. And this song happened to me just a few minutes ago out in front of the Smart Start MN Studios. It's gorgeous out. And fall begins this Saturday, the first day of fall. Now, the nice weather is supposed to continue for a while, but today feels like freaking summer, and this one's always been on my summer playlist. Here's Small Faces on The Brian Oak Show. 
Telling kids to skip school and head down to Ichiku Park and get high. What are we going to do there? We'll get high. What will we touch there? We'll touch the sky. Kids, I genuinely encourage you to stay in, dr- uh, in school. Well, stay on drugs. No, 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 no. I almost got that wrong. Stay in school and don't do drugs. But I don't know, like a five milligram gummy laying on the grass with your friends. I am mad at that possibility. It's the Brian Oak Show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this. I'm Brian. That's Sean. How are you, Sean? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Excellent. I'm good. I, you know, sometimes when I watch Star Trek The Next Generation, they're like, blast shields up, you know, like, like prepare all photon torpedoes, phasers set to full because they're worried about what they're about to experience. I'm having a hard time looking directly at one of the brightest points in the Minneapolis constellation, and that would be Fancy Ray. Fancy, how are you, my good I'm man? I'm on top of the world. Big bang, wang dang doodle. Let's get on down and shake it like a noodle. You can twist it like a twist. You can top it like a top. Let's get lined to the bunny hop. I need a bride because I am a groom. I'm on the Brian Oak Show. A wop, bop, a loo, bop, a lop, bam, boom. Lord have mercy. I'm here, man. I made it. I love I'm it. I'm back. I've returned. It's nothing but love and joy. 
and sitting here with you, Brian. I can I'll tell you, you say you've been going through some stuff. Everybody's been going through some yep. stuff. Yep. But this is the thing about overcoming. Seasons change, and this is time for a change. So take time to reflect. Grab yourself by the neck and say, I'm going to go sit and have a gummy. What the heck? Shields are down to four percent, Captain. We can't we can't withstand another hit like that. Holy cowboy! You know you are, and, and I, I I don't mean to overstate it, but I don't think you can overstate Fancy Ray. Mm. I don't think you can because you seem to draw from this well of indomitable strength, humor, decency, and love and wonder. Where do you find, I mean, you've done it every day that I've ever known you and everything I've ever seen. Where do you find all of that? Well, it's, it's not me finding it. It found me. It's like yeah. it's like me taking responsibility or, or credit for my life. You know what? The power that created me said, oh, the world needs a wink. The world needs a hug. The world needs something, maybe a little bit of a shove. Sometimes I lift you up. Sometimes I turn you around. Sometimes I do the pink and sometimes I do the brown. So, I mean, <laughs> officially, officially the best episode ever, ever of the Brian Oak Show. My, my, my. Let me ask you this, yes, Fancy sir. Ray, because you've been doing this a long time. What I like is that you are clearly a seasoned veteran and you know when and where and how to show up and you know what the situation calls for, whether we're talking about your ads, whether we're talking about your comedy, mm. whether we're talking about you running into you on the street. When, if you remember, there must have been a point in your youth where for the first time ever, you felt the magic. Like maybe it was being four years old and entertaining your family. Maybe it was being in elementary school or junior high and realizing you had the crowd in the palm of your hand. When did you first taste that magic? Well, that magic tasted me. And it's, it's, it's really a good question because my first audience was my grandmother, Addie Mae Robinson. Yeah. And she would, she loved entertainment and she loved like Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and all the great old performers. Just wanted to be entertained. She just, she loved entertainment. Yeah. And I would sit there in her bedroom and I would entertain her and she would laugh and laugh and, and I didn't know if it was me or the Colt 45 she was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't really matter, does but it? Like She thought I was the greatest. And later, when I was in second grade, I got my first ventriloquist dial, and I started doing ventriloquism, and I had it hooked up with the- Whoa, button. whoa, whoa. Get back on the microphone, because yeah, new on, information come has come to light. Yeah, oh, come on, Well, now. I mean, like, so what was the name of your ventriloquist dial? I had a doll? Charlie McCarthy ventriloquist oh, dial. Later, that's old school, baby. Old school, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Just like the hairdo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but, like, the ventriloquism worked. Like, you liked that means of expression? Well, I liked that means of expression, but it, would, it was comedy that I would do. And it's interesting- it was comedy. I was also hooked up with the Billy Graham organization. So it was comedy mixed with uh, uh, spirituality religion. Really? So I'm, I'm making folks laugh and at the same time giving a message of uh, I'm sorry. There are funny Christian jokes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, many years ago. Many I, years no, no, ago. I agree. I, I'm, 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 as a, as growing up a confirmed Catholic, that was intended, <laughs> intended to be a joke. So you found it early on, and it led you to what you do. But at some point, before you became the most beautiful man, the, the most handsome man, man in comedy, comedy yes. best-looking man in comedy, before you became that, none of us got to do what we want to do for a living without working some mundane 
mundane jobs. Yes. What is some of the grunt work you had to do growing Me? up before you became Fancy Ray? That's a really, really good question. I, now, so now you're getting on some real stuff here. Well, huh? I mean, we don't okay. have to go too deep. No, I'm not going but, TMZ but, on you. But you know what? <laughs> you mean like when I look at Fancy Ray right now, it, it's it's hard for me not to imagine you coming out of the womb in that red polka dot <laughs> shirt. All right, but I mean, and, and matching underwear. Yes, yeah, okay. good man. Uh, I haven't seen those yet, but the day is young. Um, but growing up, I mean, none of us get to be where we really want to be without putting the hours in and putting some real time in and doing shit we don't want to do. What are what are some of the grinder jobs you had to do? Well, well you got. I've always been blessed. My first job, I turned fourteen. I'm a. I was like an accomplished artist, even as a kid. Go on. When, yeah, when I was even in grade school, I went to high school art classes. Right. And so when I got 14, I got a job at Harrison School through the CETA program, and I was teaching younger kids art. So I worked at Car That's Wash. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So cool. I worked at Park Lake Car Wash as a teenager. <laughs> okay, the, the, let, let's just spend one second there. Okay. Because working at a car wash, you know, like a lot of people growing up, they got to work at fast food. A lot of people working at, growing up, they got to work at retail. Working at a car wash is not everyone's experience. Both the best and the worst thing about having to work at a car wash. Well, the the best, well, the worst thing, I used to go there in the wintertime and it'd be way Ooh, below zero oh, having man. to catch the bus from North Minneapolis to South Minneapolis, oh, yeah. walking those four blocks from the 4th Street down to Park and Lake to get on the, <laughs> hoping that you'd get hired that day because it was a day crew. So yep. you didn't know if you get hired. Oh, it so, wasn't every day? No, no, no. Oh. It was on the weekend. And you may or may not get on. So that was hard. But here goes something that happened one time, Brian. This gave me a reflection on life. One day it was cold. I mean, colder than <laughs> colder than uh, colder than cold. Well, colder than like if you spit out water, it'll freeze before it exactly. hits the ground. That <laughs> one, kind of cold. one kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and then on top of that, uh, it was seven, six in the morning. I had to get there to go get on the crew. Mm. And as I'm walking, and oh, and it's so cold, and we're hating and everything. And as I'm doing it, I see a guy in a wheelchair. And I looked at the guy in the wheelchair who was out there in the cold and the snow. And I said, my life ain't that damn bad. Mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. So no matter what you're going through, I know sometimes you're going through stuff and you're going, oh, this is so heavy and it's so bleak and it's so challenging. But those challenges are that which sharpen your two. Sly Stone said in the song, Stan, there's a cross for me to bear things to go through if I'm going anywhere. So no matter what's yeah. going on, this right here, it's either a blessing or it's a lesson. So I take this opportunity to let my light shine. I take this thing and I see the bright side of it. It's either a lesson or I'm getting blessed by something. And then the blessing, maybe I'm learning how not to be in this situation again. Because trust me, I wasn't at the car wash too damn long. Okay. <laughs> well, the quicker you learn your lessons, the quicker you can move on, right? Fancy Ray has a big comedy special coming up this weekend. Hey. And we're going to dive in deep coming up just ahead. But I hate to go too long on the show without hearing a song. And I insist that every artist who come through, they pick the songs they want to hear. And you're kicking things off. I mean, like with royalty, man. I mean, Curtis Mayfield, a lot of people associate him with soundtrack work. Mm-hmm. But Curtis Mayfield has decades of proper, pro- like like genuine R&B under his... He, this guy has got the credentials, to say the very least. And I don't know this song that you're about to play, so I'm excited to hear it. Well, Curtis Mayfield wrote the music that inspired 
Martin Luther King before he did his marches, okay? Wow. Curtis Mayfield wrote Superfly. Curtis Mayfield was a person that Prince looked to for lyrics and inspiration. He touched everyone from Bruce Springsteen on down the line to Bono. He was a master of his craft. If you know Lenny Kravitz, it ain't over till it's over. That's yeah. a very Curtis Mayfield group. This one right here I picked out is called When Seasons Change. For folks who are going through challenges, the seasons are changing, but you got to go into yourself and find that beauty and then come out a better and stronger creature knowing that love is inside you. That fancy Ray is here. Brian Oak is here. And we're having a good time. Let the seasons change. Let uh, Curtis Mayfield speak. My, my, my. When seasons change and we begin to pass September, a lot of scars that kind of scare you to remember. Scarfing times and seeing people trying to put you down. For goodness sakes, People trying to take what you know you found Stranded in someone else's neighborhood Listening to the undertone Lord show sure makes it a blessing to know You got your own Time make you suffer when seasons change Can't call no names When you got your own self to blame Praying to Jesus Make me a little stronger So I might live the life A little bit longer so many changes so terrible don't you know if you want a good life 
That one felt nice, man. That, <laughs> I mean, that, that felt really man. nice. Like I know a lot of Curtis Mayfield, but more of it's the more commercial stuff or the a little more bass heavy stuff. But just a sweet, sweet, mournful guitar with a, an impossibly important important message. Mm. That was tasty, man. Thank you so much. And and I that that song, especially getting past September and seasons are changing. Yeah, the the, the leaves are going to change colors. And I just want to know people to know that. You change is taking place, but you can take an opportunity to change for the better. Absolutely, I mean, like, and sometimes when it feels like it's the bottom of the well, <clears throat> that means well, there's only one way to go, and that's back up again. Oh, you got, you got to figure it out. When you get the bottom of the well, go. ring the bell, grab yourself, and let the parts of you swell. When you swell, make it float. You don't have to be the greatest, but make yourself the goat, the greatest of all time. That's who you are. No matter if you're fancy rare Brian Oak, you are a star. I think it's probably time. I think it's time to probably just hand Fancy Ray's the keys to the Smart Star MN Studio because I mean we're not we we don't get to do things like that. You know, John Bream once wrote about you, and I, I wonder how you think about. It. I mean, a lot of people have written about you, but he once wrote that you were because music critics need to sort of codify things and put them into boxes people can comprehend, even if you're something the world's never seen before. Which I have a strong feeling you might be. He said that you brought elements of little. Richard, Muhammad Ali, James Brown Prince, and a tent revival preacher. Do you think that's a fair assessment? I'm not saying it encompasses everything you've ever been, but do you feel 
like he found some of the crucial elements of Fancy Ray. Well, if he said that about me, then that shows that John Bream's a smart man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you're also, you're not just a sum of that which came before you. No, no. None of us are. We've all been informed by it, right? But but you also can't deny how important those giant shoulders are to stand on. But but also, don't forget there's a little Rudy Ray Moore in there. Go on. Reverend Ike in there. Go ahead. There's some gorgeous George in there. Oh, I'm I'm telling you. Gorgeous George. George. I do. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous George. Yeah. 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 The the pro wrestler with the the beautiful hair, over-the-top personality. Would you be willing ever to leave the house without your hair looking as good as it looks right now. I got to know. Like, does Fancy Ray just ever schlub it? Like, does Fancy Ray pull on some sweatpants, b- zip up his hoodie all the way, walk down to the corner store to get some Ben & Jerry's, and then make it back home? Or is it is it Fancy Ray every day, all the time? Hey, well, well, hey, Morris Day once said, some of my best friends wear blue jeans. I just ain't never seen them. <laughs> and, and actually, for a joke, you know what I did a couple years Go because I, I don't wear blue jeans. I hell no. But what I did for a joke, <laughs> I actually bought a blue jean suit with a three piece oh suit. God. The Canadian tuxedo. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's actually kind of sharp. And I actually wore it in a commercial one time for Mama Sheila's. But uh, no, I, 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 I look good. But you can't catch me not dressed up. If I'm working out, other than if I'm not working out, yeah, I don't. I, I, if I don't work, if I'm not working out, I, I like to dress nice. You never see me running around no damn tennis shoes. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing against it, nothing, and I, I'm not judging anyone. Well, no, but I'm you don't saying, get called Fancy Ray if you walk out of the house looking pedestrian. No, and, and you don't get called Fancy Ray if you don't taste like good chocolate. Hell again! <laughs> what happened? I, I, I'm going to give you the codes to the door. I, this show is over. It, from now on, it's the Fancy the Ray podcast. Easily, and if you want, you you don't have to take our word for it. You want to see him in person? He's got a gig coming up in a couple short days this weekend. The Taste of Fancy Ray Comedy Show, hosted by KJ the comedian. It is happening this particular weekend at the Spring Street Tavern in Northeast. Mm. Before we talk about the gig itself, I want to ask you a question, because I don't know. I rarely leave the house anymore. I'm an old man. I'm tired. I'm a hermit. What would you say the state of Minnesota comedy is in? Not you personally, not the people you're working with this weekend, but do you think Minnesota comedy is in a good spot? It's in the best spot it has been in in many, many years. Really? Remember, it took off in the 80s, yeah. and then 90-something happened, and it's all of a sudden it got oversaturated, and then now... There, it is on fire. All the clubs are doing great. There's a many, many fantastic young people coming into the game. Two, three, four, five years developing, growing. The scene is on fire. It has never been better than it is right now. And part of it has to do with Netflix doing so well and the pr- uh, proliferation of this comedy through everything. Yeah. It's, it's just everywhere. And, and, you know something that's going on here locally is lots of women are coming into it. Some Love it. it. Love it. Somalians. There's yeah. a lot of Somali comedians. Oh, wow. Somali comedians. Lots of funny Somali comedians, but... Yeah, everything. I mean, the, 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 the scene is growing. And something... You got the big clubs. And everyone knows the big clubs. Of course. You got Acme. You got Rick Bronson's. But there's also all these things. That they, there's a thing going on at the Nicollet Diner. Brand new on the weekend. Yeah. It's fantastic. Some uh, breweries uh, do it. Is the Comedy Corner still around? Or? Absolutely. What's yeah. one? Comedy Corner? Comedy Corner's on. I was just Is there it? last night. Was it? They got okay. a thing uh, that's just fantastic. There's so much great comedy. And um, 
you go see everybody, but something that you really want to experience. If you go see all these new cats and all these wonderful clubs, but come see the man that's laid down the foundation that touches generations. I go all the way back from Louis Anderson to Scott Hanson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Louis. To the new generation of Brian Millers and the uh, yep. uh, my friend and my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. And I can't think of his name right now. But, <laughs> but he is he is four times. Sounds like a stepbrother. Maybe Maddox, a stepbrother. Chris Maddox, my brother. <laughs> Oh, it's, yeah, he's uh, been in this room before. Chris, yeah. Chris has been in this room? Oh, yeah, yeah, Where? He I, does kind of, well, he's, he's literally he's sitting the, in the seat you're the sitting in. Under the futon. Uh, no, he's not still here. But I mean, he does kind of a country music kind of oriented thing, but he's a hilarious dude. And like you, he's a true believer. True believer. And he's a one of a kind, and he blows my mind. But so many comics and comedians. But something that connects me with everybody is the realness, the hard work, the love and the joy of the game. And we put together a fantastic show this weekend at the Spring Street Tavern. And it's going to be, if you like to have a good time, uh, you're going to love the show. It's just, we, I, we're going to do the damn thing. And we're, yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> yeah, damn, yeah. Well, here's the deal. Like, so it's 20 bucks in advance, 25 <laughs> at the door. That being said, I don't care if it's 50 bucks at the door. If I can sit and watch this unfold and not have to do any work. Well, you're going to have a good time. Yes. That's what we're trying to show you with the this end. show right here. That yep. As much fun as you've had for free listening to the show right now, go spend the money. Go see live comedy and go see Fancy Ray. You Absolutely. Come up and get a hug, get a shove, and get a tug. And it's, a, <laughs> it's something that, that, that folks that I really believe, Brian, and, and, I, and yeah. I, when I say this, this, I say this, and I mean this with all sincerity. There are two types of people in this world. Go on. Uh -huh. There's those <laughs> that love Fancy Ray. Mm -hmm. I know where this is going. <laughs> and those who don't realize they love <laughs> Yes. Here's the deal. It is just a matter of time. You and Taylor Swift, I believe, will one day sit as emperor and empress of the world around us because there's nothing you can't do. Fancy Ray, the best looking man in comedy, hosting a Taste of Fancy Ray comedy show two days from today at the Spring Street Tavern in Northeast Minneapolis on Monroe Street. Boima, comrade trip. I don't know, but I promise you this. Fancy Ray doesn't attach his name to anything that's fucking bullshit. Absolutely. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. It's going to be a good time. We're doing a play. You know, I hosted the Taste of Minnesota this year. I do. Well, you so, did it with my coworker, Naima, who yes. I do the radio with. Yeah. So, we Taste the Fancy Ray. This is sponsored by the Taste of Minnesota. Go so, on. So, we says Taste the Fancy Ray. And so, come on, get yourself a taste. Let me, <laughs> let me ask you a, a relative, not super serious, but relatively. Taste of Minnesota, for about 20 years, was a huge event at huge. the state capitol. Every year. And then, like things do, it just sort of faded away and yes. it, it died out. They tried to bring it back a few years ago. It didn't really work. But this year it came back, and it sounds like it was packed and amazing and fantastic. Did you enjoy it? Enjoy is not even the word. Oh. I felt honored to be part of the team. The team that put it together, they went to St. Paul first. They didn't pick it up. Minneapolis picked it up because downtown Minneapolis needed mm. a boost. And the taste Agreed. of Minnesota needed something. And so they had all the dignitaries. The Senator Amy Klobuchar. Love they had her. Bobby Joe Champion. All the state dignitaries. Andrew Zimmer. I and Nima co-hosted event so i'm on stage with all the dignitaries and i'm up there letting the folks know and so bobby joe champion kind of got the crowd going this one got the crowd going and amy did what she did and the mayor of course mayor fry was there jacob fry my other brother from another mother yeah. and uh but then i got up there and i got down and can't no one stimulate 
a crowd the way that I do. So I opened the ceremony up and I closed it down and I was quite honored. I mean, this has been a banner year for me this year. Also, I was a celebrity grand marshal at the St. Paul St. Paddy's Day Parade. What? And I be, Yeah, man. His last name is McCloney. Fancy yep. Ray McCloney. <laughs> Honest you know, to God. I, you didn't know that? In fact, I was, they were singing Oh Danny Boy and I was singing We Shall Overcome. You know what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> but, but if you Very think about that, songs. I was going to yeah. say, if you think about it, the struggle of the Irish people, and I'm by no means trying to say it's Please the same don't. struggle. I'm not, Please don't. I, Ray, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That being said, they've also struggled for their independence and to find a voice and to find a place for themselves in the future. Not the same thing, but no. it makes perfect sense that you were the Grand Marshal. Absolutely. Celebrity Grand Marshal. And oh, it was, sorry. I didn't mean to demean the position. It was was so fantastic. Yeah. And and, and, and that's sort of thing where that's the same thing to comedy. There's no color. There's no black. There's no white. There's no nothing. All we're doing is bringing love and joy and feel good to the world. And so that's, you know, in fact, because you come and see my comedy show, we're going to do the comedy. But in my comedy, I talk about all kinds of different issues. Because I got married, too. We talk about marriage. We talk about life. We talk about physics. Sociology, anthropology—it's everything, man. You uh, wait. So you just had one of the best years you've ever had professionally, and you got married. I got married two years ago. Well, okay, fine. It was a while ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yes, I married Doctor Tani McCloney, and uh, she's a chiropractor in Roseville, and she has a healing center called Optimal Wellness. And you, you know something? You been- fool! What were you thinking getting married? <laughs> you fool! I'm joking around. Man. But a chiropractor, totally that is messing. solid. I love I, that I know, idea, I know, man. I know, I know. You it's get like older, you want to marry a chiropractor. That's oh, pretty solid. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, who, oh, I'm, I'm saying me. I'm saying I should have. Who, who's getting older? Not me. Man. Good look. I'm, <laughs> not, not you. Getting old. I'm getting more ripe. Trust what? me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think anyone will argue with that. Before we go any further with Fancy Ray, it's time for one more song. I don't. I don't like to go too long. And so what I like about this, you know, you talked about when it comes to Curtis Mayfield, how many people he influenced, right? So many people have influenced so many others, you know, like, I mean, Prince, you see Jimi Hendrix, you see Little Richard. In you, I see Little Richard. I see a lot of other people. But there's no question that Fancy Ray has influenced a generation or more of comics here Mm -hmm. in the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. what What I love about your expression is that people are like, Oh, I don't have to be afraid of anything. I can just do what I want to do as long as you're good at it. Why are you funny when other people aren't funny? Amen. You just let you, you let whatever you have in you shine out of you. Yeah. You be you. I don't know what your question was, but I'm going to be me, damn it. <laughs> good enough it. for me. That's good it. enough for me. We're going into Prince. Tell me why you picked this one in particular. This song here. Now, I'm a Prince freak. I go back with Prince all the way from the beginning. Yeah, you yeah. Know, agreed. Uh, the, yeah. The, 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 the For You album. Yep. Then came uh, the self-titled the Prince self-titled album. The self-titled one, yeah. And then Dirty Mind, Controversy. Yep. Oh. I'm telling you, I go all the way with Prince. This is something. I just I downloaded this and just stumbled upon this the other night. Yep. Had the headphones on, and I sat down, and I had a musical orgasm listen to the man it was just like i was a kid again discovering this genius who's putting down this original thrilling exciting music this one is called call my name or what's my name what's my name what's my name by prince from the oh Crystal i got it here somewhere LP. you're right and you're right i gotta tell you this i just put it on put put your headphones on and let it blow your mind prince he's the greatest and uh i love him and uh, here he goes. Take my name. I don't need it. 
I guess if you're into that sort of thing, it's pretty cool, <laughs> fancy. I mean, you know, if you're into impossibly, here's again, and it's not the one thing, and I by no means of the master of funk and R and B, but Prince could put on a full blown megastar production, or he could strip it down like that, and you still would feel every second of funk that was emitted by that mm-hmm. song. I absolutely can feel him. And uh, the, the the big productions like 1999, and at the same time, he can do something like, why don't you call me anymore? And it can absolutely pierce my mm-hmm. soul. That there's kind of minimalist there. He did a little fancy stuff in there, but that's a fantastic song, and I hope the folks enjoy it. Well, once he passed on in 2016, it was very close to David Bowie passing on, and I have to admit, you know, I got a little lazy in my fandom, right? We all move along. You've loved someone for 20 years, and the new stuff, I don't really hear it. There's not a hit there. And so I had ignored a lot of Prince's 2,000-plus releases, Mm -hmm. and then he passed, and when I worked at the radio station The Current, we did an A to Z retrospective, literally playing every single song. And I would tune in, and I'd be like, 
the fuck is this? This is cool. Exactly. And there there was so much in there that even if it wasn't a hit, like I knew everything from the 80s, almost everything from the 90s, 2000s, I knew nothing. Right. And it turns out he continued to be an amazing wizard throughout the entire period. Absolutely. And uh, he is a wizard and I am a disciple. And uh... we're going to talk more about your show. And you know what? No one who comes to see you is going to think you're a disciple. They're going to be like, that's the goddamn wizard. (laughs) But before we do, I do have to check in with my cohort and pal, Sean Bernard. Sean, in addition to doing what we do here, in addition to being an excellent father, at least average husband, um, well, that's what your wife tells me. Oh, You've been chatting, have you? No, not <laughs> not as often as you might imagine. Um, but um, he's also a realtor for uh, Remax Results, and here we are in the teeth of things. Because even though interest rates might be going up, even though it's getting to be the end of the season, people are like, no, we got to hunker down for the winter. I have a feeling that's not the case. Are people still as hungry for any sort of place to live as before? Inventory—that's the word I was looking for. Uh, there's not enough inventory still in the Twin Cities. Now, the rest of the country is very different than Minneapolis, St. Paul. That's the other thing is national news. Forget it. You guys know that. We are very different than the rest of the country in Minneapolis, Hell yeah, we are. For the better. Uh, And that's why I love it here, and that's why I live here, and that's why I moved back from Phoenix after high school, because I love the Twin Cities. Started on the north side, moved to the south side, and uh, just love living in Minneapolis as I do right now. I got to tell you something a little little off, but but Uh a little on as well. Um, Brace yourself, my son. No, no, this is all good. My son, who's twenty years old, Brian. You have your daughter Abby, who you connect with music. Uh, Oh, yeah. We just went and saw Queens of the Stone Age. I can't believe I didn't play them today. Yeah, we just went and saw them on Sunday night. Now, my daughter and I have connected with music since she was born. I mean, about two years old, she was dancing to the music, you know, in front of the speaker, doing that sort of thing. My son. I never really knew until recently. He's 20 years old. I didn't know that he was a music fan. Not only is he a music fan, but he's making music. He's mixing music. He just ordered a keyboard. He, he well, he, yeah, and he had learned to, he had learned the drums and he had learned to play a guitar, but he would never play them in front of us when he was a kid. So he's finding his music and he's finding his soul through music. I mean, he's finding his spirituality through music. Now, I'm not even putting religion anywhere near this. I'm just saying, it's so cool to watch one of your kids find music and to find what they love. Now, do I love everything that he loves? No. Oh, good but, God. It is the child's job yes, at some point yes, in their life yeah. to enjoy something that their parents are like, what is this monstrosity that's <laughs> unfolding yeah. in front of me right now? But it's just such a cool thing. It's such a great connecting point with my son. One of the things I do is I, with every buy and every sell, I donate a portion of that sale to a local musician or band. Mm. So if you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, get them in touch with me. Uh, whoever the buyer or seller is, they get to pick. And if they don't have somebody to pick, I can donate the money myself to somebody that I feel is worthy. 612-859-2594. That number is also textable. Fancy Ray, I want to ask you a question. Now, of course, a man of your stature, mm-hmm. a man of your capabilities, yes, a man of your aspect, wins more than he loses. However, <laughs> nobody bats a thousand. Do you remember the last time you went on stage in front of people who were obviously excited <laughs> to see you and said a joke or threw a line out 
that fell like a turd on the floor. <laughs> I can tell you that's never happened to me. Good never. Uh, never. <laughs> Come on. You, you mean with the folks that love me? I mean, sometimes you have situations where you have a bad audience where the audience <laughs> yeah. just isn't. Or, then, let me, let me, then let me change the question. Where is the worst? And again, you, you don't have to call out names. You don't have to name people. You don't have to say anything. But as a comedian, you're going to play in venues where they know and love you. And yes, you know yes. it's going to be glorious. Yes. You're going to go to places where they've never heard your effing name before. Yes, exactly. What What's the worst gig you ever had? Like the worst venue? Oh, you, don't, you don't have to name them, it but could I mean, be like, years ago. But like it was terrible. Oh, it was I can, awful. Tell, I can tell you what happened one time. This was this Hit was me. this was a challenge. There <laughs> uh, was their audition. It was in a major club in the Twin Cities. They're doing the auditions for Showtime at the Apollo. Wow! So they had oh, this wow. big black crowd, and then the black yeah. crowds. They're, they're famous for letting you know if they like you or they don't like you. Yeah, they are. There's a comedian who went on before me. He passed away now. His name was Warner Jackson. Okay. Hmm. They did not like Warner. <laughs> they didn't like, in fact, to the point where they started booing oh, the comedian. Oh, man. Well, but that, I mean, that's the risk you run when you get up on stage, right? Uh, you don't want to get booed. I mean, good. No, no, nobody, <laughs> wa- nobody wants to, but, but, you, but like, if you're going to if you're gonna enter into the fray, if you are going to dance in the fire, <laughs> occasionally you will get burned. Oh, well. So they well, here was my challenging situation. So they were booing him, and and, he, and and rather than take it, he actually was. Oh, you want to boo? Let's boo in sections. Why don't this section boo? Why don't this oh section boo? And they're booing back and forth, and they're going all right. And he gets through, and it's just this, the the, the uh, it's a s show. It's a complete s show. And uh, all right, he's done. And your next comedian is fancy. Oh my God! After he's got them very much in the mood to <laughs> boo whoever's on stage. <laughs> just it was it was yeah they they weren't ready to laugh or have brutal. a good time. It was, it was pretty pretty brutal. Okay, well I mean, but again, I ask only because I don't want to hear instances where it was all uphill. But I I think it's important for people to know out there who are working hard, right, and who are doing the right thing, and who are being cool to other people, that it's not always going to be your day. It's it, not going to be. Your day every day absolutely but you know what if you come prepared and ready you can make a more you can make success you know because something you said something that's very true no one bets a thousand but you know what what separates the pros from the non-pros is how well and how often you do well because how consistent you are because no matter how great you are yeah. michael jordan didn't score a whole bunch of points every single game right but over the span of his career and right, when it mattered he when it he ma- showed he, up when it mattered he showed up and he rose to the occasion as fancy ray rises to every occasion and i'm a sensation all over the nation <laughs> he's going to be doing that exact same thing on saturday, saturday but, night. I, but i agree with you wholeheartedly like i'm not the greatest dj the twin cities have ever seen you're way no, but, 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 but anyway let, you're, let you're, me finish let me finish let me, well yeah but that's the whole bit you show up every single day there are going to be days where your show is pedestrian. There are going to be days where you are pedestrian. And then every once in that rare while, you hit them with the he and you got them, you know? And so yeah. I mean, that that's the thing that keeps you doing it. If you hadn't found that, if you hadn't gotten that connection, that biofeedback loop from your audiences, this would have gotten dull a long time ago. A long time ago. But we all must show up. We got to show up in our, our relationships as yep. a father, yes. as a husband, yep. as a radio DJ, as a pretty ass comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when we leave, we're handing you the keys. Just turn out the lights when you go because we're still paying the electric bill. All right. He is the best looking man in comedy. The His name is Fancy Ray. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we go uh, and before we wrap up and we're give it wrapping a look. up already. Well, we, we don't go more than an hour. Here's the problem. God. Even when. Someone as charismatic as Fancy Ray is on the show. Uh-huh. 
all the leading statistics say after 45 minutes, they gave up. Really? I, I'm, and, and that's why we keep it to about an hour. We're not done done yet. I just wanted to make sure that before we go, we take care of some necessary business. Like, there are going to be people who are like, oh, I can't make it on Saturday, but Fancy Ray's cool. I'd like to know what the hell he's up to. I'd like to know what his future schedule looks like. I'd like to know all of it. Where do people find you on social media or online? Well, that's a great question. Thank you for bringing it up. I'm all over. I got Instagram. I got TikTok. And, of course, I got uh, Facebook. Fancy Ray. Just Google. At Fancy, Fancy Ray. At fa- no, 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 FancyRay.com. Also, you want to hear my comedy. I got the comedy LP on stand-up records called The Best Looking Man in Comedy. Right. And uh, that's fantastic. So, if you can't make the show, the comedy LP is available. But, really, you want to come down and experience me live. Well, of course. And feel that joy and feel that happiness. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to have an experience. Because just like those songs and music I played, there's music and then there's experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have comedy. It's going to be a comedy show, but you're going to have an experience that's going to uplift, inspire, and put a smile on your face and all your guests. There's nothing like being with the beautiful Fancy Ray. Let me tell you the legend of Fancy Ray. <laughs> Go ahead. The most beautiful man in comedy today. When I was born, the moon did not rise. Only the stars came out and they lit up the skies. There was 3,000 rainbows, 200 Thanksgiving floats, crocodiles were wearing sunglasses, giving high fives to billy goats. <laughs> they made two pots of coffee and one kettle of tea because every nurse in the city showed up and stood in line for a chance to breastfeed me. <laughs> Come on now. Best show ending ever. <laughs> and also probably best show ever is my guest. <laughs> yeah. Fancy Ray. Taste of Fancy Ray comedy show happening this Saturday, two short days away, Monroe Street in Northeast Minneapolis at the Spring Street Tavern. Is there anything else coming up in the near future you want to talk about or just make people go to the website and get those essential yeah, clicks, get, baby? Get, get, get those clicks, baby, and come and find me. Uh, I got a bunch of commercials on the air. I'm on Monday Night Football. You I know, see so, you constantly. So, so people know me. That, that's something we didn't talk about. Uh, that, that I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm a TV pitch man. Also, I, oh, I don't call it TV pitch man. I call it celebrity spokesmodel. <laughs> that's what I like to call it. The celebrity spokesmodel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, take that one. When they're like, are you a TV pitch man, you're like, no, 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 I'm Fancy Ray. I'm a celebrity spokesmodel. I, I'm gonna take that, man. It's all yours. That, that, that we got Monday Night Football. I got many clients on there. If you've seen my commercials, I write them, I direct them, I produce them, and my company puts them on the air. So I'm a one man advertising agency, and I got many great friends. And something else I've been doing here lately, too. Yeah. I, you know, I'm the wedding guy. I do a lot of that's weddings. That's right. That's I've been, right. I just got through doing a wedding uh, at the uh, Hi Fi Records. I got yep. Yep. coming up Sunday. That, that, that's, uh, that's coming up. I also, something that's been a new thing for me here lately. Hit me. Is uh, this is a big one, Brian. I'm listening. Uh, doing weddings, and people have been hiring me for the life celebration services. So I've done a couple of those in the past month. So I do the comedy. The TV pitch man and also the spirituality, which touches people's souls and inspires folks, makes you feel good. So we can marry you or we can bury you. But something that's oh, going to happen is that we. <laughs> he just looks so real. Like, yep. I, I was, I was going to say something really deep and profound to follow that up. There's nothing I can say after that. If people would like to get married or buried or find your comedy album or do any of it, it's FancyRay.com, is it? It's FancyRay.com, the human chocolate orchid, the best-looking man in comedy, the the world's most flamboyant and beautiful comedian. And Brian Oak, I'm telling you no joke. You are number one. That's fine. And that was without a poke. Oh. (laughs) 
Well, so far, again, the day is young. <laughs> Fancy Ray eyes here. Sean Bernard is Sean here. Bernard! My name is Brian Oak. Brian Oak! Once again, I want to thank Smart Start MN. I want to thank our friend <laughs> Scott Mackay over at the Mortgage Guy, Edge Home Finance. Um, and I want to thank our good friends at AudioQuip. I want to, I already thanked you, Sean, yep. but I'm going to say like a genuine from my heart. This you. was very fun. I was kind of in a funky mood earlier, and I got into a much better funky mood I feel like, uh, after I, Fancy I feel Ray was like here. We should get some sushi and some sort of weird foreign liqueur and really <laughs> see where we can go. Sadly, I don't have that in store today. Um, but thanks to everybody who's ever listened, shared, promoted, amplified. We love doing this. Oh, and did we talk about the fact that our Patreon event has moved? We never did. So if you're listening, uh, the people that own the boat just kind of told me last night, oh, it's not going to be available. Sorry about that. Uh, um, I mean... But- yeah, and so I, and I reached out to all 70 people who are coming uh, via text, <laughs> email, business email, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, and let them all know that we are now going to, well, it's a newish space yep. that has been around for years. It's called the Temple right off of Randolph and not far from I don't know. Lexington, I think sure. that road is over in there. Sure, in St. Paul. Edgecombe, maybe, over there in St. Paul, but anyway... Uh, if you're interested in going, we now have more than enough space. So if you're listening to the show, uh, message me on Facebook. That's probably the easiest thing to do if you want to uh, if you want to come to the event. I do like to have names and a plus one just in case there's a murder in the building. Wow. <laughs> Got dark super quick there, Fancy. I, I didn't know Sean was going to take it that direction. Before we say goodbye and hear your final song, um, You've obviously got an indomitable spirit. And I mean, but but I mean, like, for real, like, not everybody can bring it all the time. I know there must be a couple of down days here and there, but it's hard to imagine looking at you and seeing how you look and how you present. Are you excited about the rest of 2023 and what 2024 might bring? Oh, I'm already excited. You know, the folks that taste the Minnesota have already talked about next year coming Good. back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing it back, and that's fantastic. I got more advertising clients coming on board, and there's some more work going on. There's some stuff I can't talk about, but whatever comes around and you see Fancy Ray, you just know that love and laughter is not too far behind. And no matter what way or how I reach you, be that the comedy stage, the TV, radio, podcast, Fancy Ray loves you. Fancy Ray appreciates you. And I look forward to seeing you, hugging you, and letting you feel the love, which is you, reflected in me. May God bless all of you. Or Can- whatever you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> nice qualifier at the end there. I like, I like the fact that you're open to the possibility. The Taste of Fancy Ray Comedy Show this Saturday, hosted by KJ the Comedian, but Fancy Ray is going to be there, and he's going to light you up. The headliner. Yes, sir. With Fancy Ray the headliner. And also Boima. Oh, it's going to be a fantastic show. Lots of big laughs and lots of big fun. The Spring Street Tavern on Monroe Street in Northeast. That's coming up on Saturday. Yeah, we'll post a link to tickets uh, on the Facebook post. So we'll have that posted. Yeah, please do. And bless you all and Brian Oak. My man, you. We love having you on anytime. Dude, I, anytime you want to come present. back, come back. We I, love you know, having it, you here. It's hard to look directly at you because there's, <laughs> there's so much light coming off so of you all light. the time. Come on, I mean, but come like on, really, light. like come on, I look light. over at him like that's fucking fancy Ray. Right? <laughs> Do you see him? He's sitting right over there, man. That's oh, fucking fancy Ray. Right? And that's Brian Okanashan. Oh, all right, we got to go. Before we go, though, we got one more song, and I don't go too deep on Bobby Bird, man. What made oh. you pull this? This one. Do you know who Bobby Bird is? Well, I've heard the name well, and jazz guy, right? No, you 
a soul uh, no, guy. No, th- th- um, this is a soul guy. This is a oh, James- I'm thinking of Donald Bird. Donald Bird. This is Bobby Bird. All right, no, I don't know Bobby Bird then. Big story. He was a part of the famous Flames that got James Brown out of prison. James oh, wow. Brown took over the group and became James Brown that we know and love. But Bobby Bird was there the whole time. So this track is produced by James Brown. Now, you've heard the song Sex Machine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. guy that sings background is Bobby Bird. Of course it is. Man. So this is a Bobby Bird song, his hit song, Hold On, I'm Coming, because Spencer is coming at you, baby. And so, love you, and I'm coming. Ha! <laughs> I'm coming. Woo! I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. Come and come. Help me. 